Hi, I'm Nathaniel Coles, and you're listening to On the Road to Perfection, presented by Holy Owned and Operated, created by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. 100% unscripted. It is also produced by my older brother, Andrew. This podcast is my parents talking about our faith, what they believe, and how they share it, but also about how they've messed up, and how to help you not mess up in your faith. Combined, they have over 60 years of strong Catholic faith and commitment. They walk around our neighborhood talking about faith, morals, how to live in this world, but not of it, science and faith, and a formidable repertoire of music. The same way they talk about and live it at home, where I hear it every waking hour of every day. They also share their stumbles and falls, many of which you are probably familiar with. This podcast is completely unscripted and unedited, and, as such, it is just them talking, as they always have, to me for over a dozen years. And I hope that you are able to get a piece of what I have gotten all my life. Now, from Holy Owned and Operated, On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher. morning, Jesus. Thank you for a beautiful Sunday to walk and talk and explore the wonderful world that you've created for us and the beautiful church that you've established for us to to live in, to grow in faith, hope, and love. We pray for God the Father to protect us and watch over us, for the Holy Spirit to be present with us as we talk, that we say only what you would have us say, and our listener hear only what you would have them hear. Help us to always remember to be charitable in all that we say and do as we follow you. For these, For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're sweet. Thanks. Bye, Splatter. Bye, Splatter. You stay here. Hold down the fort. <clears throat> Your flowers are blooming. They are. Pretty yellow. Got lots of yellow flowers. Wow. I still need to get some pink ones. <clears throat> Probably purple. At least, yeah, some hot pink and purple. Isn't what's the Mexican heather supposed to be? They're purple. They're just tiny little flowers. Ah. That looks like a new shoot. Or if it's... It's off the base of it. Oh, I see. It's coming yeah, around. Yeah, that one. It's kind of trailing a little around. They're trying to meet each other. Yeah. The lantana's taking off. That's... Yep. That's really good. Yep. Wow. Green yeah. thumb girt. Uh, <laughs> who knew? <laughs> yep.
Green thumb Gert is from some game. Is it? I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Green thumb Gert and some board games. Keep on trucking. I don't know. <laughs> so it always comes to my head when I think of someone That's who gardens. That's funny. Oh, Mark's got some fruit on some of his trees. Mm -hmm. Yep. Got some tomatoes growing in there. Show off. Yep. <laughs> well, the baby's home. Must be. Yep. Hey, on. I did see Maria. Uh, yeah. When she was getting out of the Jeep. Oh, okay. Anyway. Yep. They're yep. home. Yay, so, baby. Yep. Baby boy. Ah, maybe we should just talk about the neighbors. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's all right. I yeah. haven't seen any activity. Maybe I they haven't got him to either. A, maybe they got him to a facility. Yeah, I hope so. That would be good. I hope so. Uh, and they're gone. I think they're back to New York for the summer. Or out in their caravan. Yeah. Look at the I've been watching British shows. They're <laughs> yeah. in their caravan instead of their RV. <laughs> uh, yeah, funny. Uh, you're funny. Off on a holiday. Off on a holiday. <laughs> oh, one of the guys at work showed a meme that said, "Yeah, this is pretty much correct. It's, you know, it, it, it's a just a like a picture of a, a an RV, I guess, and and it." British out-of-office message. Um, I'm I'm off on a caravanning vacation with my family for the summer. I'll be back in in September. <laughs> if you need to reach me, I'll be back in September or something like that. <laughs> American. Uh, I'm going to take two days off. I've got kidney surgery. If you need to reach me, uh, here's my cell number. <laughs> well, I want to be British. Yeah. Me too. The Europeans actually take a break during the summer. Yep. Yep. And then everybody wonders why the American economy kind of steers the ship. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well... We're talking about, we just talked about our topics that we were mm -hmm. talking about. And oh, today we're talking about Pentecost. Pentecost. The birthday of the church. Happy birthday, church. Happy birthday, church. This way. Probably need to shave a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we call Pentecost the birthday of the church because when the Holy Spirit manifested himself to the apostles in the upper room, they received the fullness of grace and went out and preached to all the people that were in Jerusalem from all over the world who spoke different languages. And they walked away. I got something stuck to my foot. Uh-oh. And I can't get it. It's on the outside. 
but it's gonna make an ugly scraping noise on the recording. Looks like tape or something. Yeah. Okay, sorry. That's okay. All right. <clears throat> so they went outside and they preached to all these people from all different nations who all spoke different languages and everybody could understand the apostles preaching. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So on Ascension, the Lord says that they'll be able to do this. Yep. That they stay in Jerusalem and be patient. And the Spirit will come upon them. And we're going to disturb the starling's bath. Sorry. <laughs> you come back. Um, so, you know, and there's a lot of, I think, confusion or misunderstanding amongst folks in terms of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost because the, you know, didn't they, didn't the apostles already get the Holy Spirit from, from Jesus? Sure. Know, when he breathed upon them. He did. Uh, receive the Holy Spirit. Yep. And there's a really great analogy, and I know we've mentioned it before when we've talked about gifts um and I, I will tell you the best i've heard is um you know father richard simon uh the reverend know-it-all um it, it explain it the you can receive something and uh, and still not have it yep uh it's like yeah. a, a a present handed to you, you've received it. Uh, but until you open it and use it, you don't really have it. Correct. You know, it's just a pretty box sitting under your Christmas tree or on top of your right. mantle or on your bedside table. Um, and in, in Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they opened it up. He opened it up for them, really. Yeah. And said, use me. And so they stepped out onto the balcony or whatever. And, uh, and used it as the church has since then, since its inception. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> That's nice to see neighbors talking across yeah. the street. And Goodness. dogs greeting Doggies. us. So that's um, that's the right, yeah, and the, the fullness of the Holy Spirit right. within anybody, because we receive right. in baptism exactly. That's what I was going to bring up. Ah, go ahead. And so we we receive the Holy Spirit in baptism when we're baptized. And then later on, whether it's just a few minutes later, if you're baptized um, and, and confirmed in the same uh, mass, initiation mass, or whether it's years later, um, if you're baptized as an infant, and then confirmed later on, like I was. Yeah. 
the point is that we receive the Holy Spirit in baptism in confirmation we receive him in fullness and that theology that the the basis for that is the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost yeah because the apostles had received the Holy Spirit but it wasn't until Pentecost that it was truly, they, they were truly opened up to everything the Holy Spirit had to offer. Right. And so confirmation for us is our personal Pentecost. Yeah, it's, it's that uh, if preparation has been done properly, it's that, that opening of our will to the Holy Spirit, to for for God to be expressed through us, right? And uh, you, you know that's you know, there. There are kind of two camps on confirmation. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of when to confirm, I'm a big advocate of confirming at a younger age because you you arm and armor children for the, the the tough years of you know, being a teenager yep. um, as opposed to confirming them in the middle of their teenage years when they've already been smacked with things that they they needed this armor and and and, and arms for and um, and and they're kind of behind the eight ball yeah uh, so, uh, and that, you know, I, I used to think that confirming later was better, um, for a matter of their understanding, for a matter of their understanding right. and that sort of thing, because I misunderstood the sacraments and their, um, efficaciousness I guess well and that's a matter of preparation and right and so the, the longer I spent in ministry and preparing children for sacraments and teenagers um, for sacraments it became more and more clear to me how much um, we're missing the boat kind of on, um, you know, on that sacramental grace. Right. Um, well, we had our children, you know, our, our oldest was confirmed through a really good process um, with, with someone whom we knew and, and we walked beside him yeah. the, the, entire, the entire time. He, and... Uh, and and worked with him, you know, in between those classes, and actually did the work. <clears throat> yeah. And. Uh, but he was he was sixteen. He's fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. And 15. and we did and 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 so uh, with with the younger two, they were well younger. Um, we we prepped them ourselves through 
actually a multi-year process in terms of getting them you know. Yeah, specifically talking about confirmation mm -hmm. over the course of a few years. Right. This is not really a Pentecost. Well, but I think are we getting there? No, I think it'll lead back. Okay. So, the, so um, and with you know our our bishop's blessing, we uh, we had them confirmed by a, a good friend who's who's a bishop by Bishop Mike Sis in San Angelo. Yep. And. The, you could tell the difference immediately with all three of them uh, that the, the the gift had been opened up. Yeah. Um, and so so we can relate to the apostles opening up on Pentecost. Yes. And. Uh, the the church being formed at that time uh, in in an organizational sense of course christ founded the church right um and the holy spirit imparted upon the apostles the wisdom on how to uh make it an organization if you will as they went about yeah um because humans need that <laughs> and that community which is a significant and integral part of the church right so the that opening up i think you know our own personal pentecost and confirmation is the basis and beginning and foundation for our own domestic church ah yes you see yep and i'm not going to say that everybody who gets confirmed is perfect in their you know family life or whatever no, because we still I, have. Yeah, I will. T I will tell you that confirmation, and and I would, I would say, understood or properly prepared and formed confirmation is a firm basis for uh, for parenting, and for, of course, holy matrimony, and for the uh, for holy orders. Right. Uh, because then you, you've been formed. You have opened that, that yourself to the Holy Spirit, as the apostles did, and all of a sudden you are speaking languages that you know those who need to understand understand, like your children. Right. Uh, you are handling serpents in the figurative <laughs> and allegorical sense. Yeah much better than you would be able to if you didn't have the Holy Spirit to rely on who was right there beside you, right there inside you. So Pentecost being confirmation for the church is to me uh, the, the model for our own, our, our own lives. You know, mm -hmm. Jesus, you know, if we, if we made Jesus had the, uh, apostles wait 10 days, right? Yeah. From uh, Ascension, Ascension to, to Pentecost. Pentecost. You know, so, you know, I'm a big advocate of not waiting more than 10 years. <laughs> you know? And we came late to that party, but we yeah. were in that preparation process uh, for all of the boys for several years. And for the two younger ones, 
from about the age of 10 or 11. Yeah. And that's, you know, I, I think the... Uh, we have to understand that the apostles were in formation for three years. Right. With Jesus. Yeah. And that, that, I think that before, the they, before they were, you know, baptized, ordained, confirmed, you know, the... the right. <laughs> they were... They were in intense formation, right. you know, um, and, 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 and to to help them be, be properly disposed to receive, and that's that's right. the thing that. Which is why we can't we can't prepare people for confirmation with one class a month for an hour and a half, and then here go do this workbook. Right. You know. You know, <laughs> we can't do that for any of the sacraments. Right. You know, I mean, it, it's there's. The, the church provides this sort of stuff because parents don't do it themselves. It's not the church's responsibility. The church has picked up the, the mantle because parents have decided not to form their children. But, but the church and the parish is the proper place for formation because the parents are members of that parish. That is correct. That's and what, they yeah. prepare their children through what the parish offers in addition to what they do at home. Right. And but, so there's there's a, a community aspect and partnership between the parish and the parents. The parents can't do it by themselves and the parish can't do it right. on its I'm own. I'm saying that the, the, so, the, the, the parents should be the cake, right. the, the parish, the icing. Right now, yeah. the, the, the parish is the cake and the icing, and the parents might be the sprinkles or the candles. They're the celebration. Right. You know, oh, let's have the party. You yeah. know? And I, I, I'm not making a blanket statement. I'm just no. expressing what I have experienced yep. on both sides of the equation. Right. And, uh, you know, that's why confirmation turns into Catholic graduation. Right. And... You know, imagine if the apostles, when they were confirmed on Pentecost, said, oh, phew, that's over. I'm so yeah. tired of it. You know, I just, golly. Yeah. You know? Oh, I, I mean, feel so good. Well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm yeah. glad. And they, 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 I'm glad I got that. They wouldn't have said it's... that they were tired of it, or they wouldn't have said, um, oh, well, that's what Grandma wanted me, so now I got that done. Mm -hmm. You know, um, because they knew the truth. Because they had a relationship with Jesus. That's right. And they had been prepared through that relationship to receive his advocate and to be in full communion with his church and the Holy Trinity. Right. I mean, the the Holy Spirit can be the, you know, sometimes might be the, the, uh, the ugly stepchild, right. if you will, because nobody ever really thinks of him except the devil and the Holy Spirit. You know, right. and come Holy Spirit, and you know that that's sort of you know, God the Father sitting on his big throne, got a long beard. Jesus still you know hasn't figured out how to grow a beard, you know, <laughs> but he's cool. He's with us. He's our bro. What's happening? We can relate to him. He's he, you know he's got a human body stuff like that. And then there's what? Right. The, 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 this this ethereal right. nothingness which, somethingness, which is know. the first person mentioned in in Genesis. Right. Sweeping across creation. Right. And he gets the, you know, get, doesn't even get the backseat. Gets the 
<laughs> gets the the way back. The way back, yeah, the, the rumble seat. You know, <laughs> gets the running boards. You know, skateboard on the back. Hold on. And that you know, Pentecost. Pentecost is the is is a huge gift. Yeah. To the church. Uh, I, well, the church wouldn't exist without right, it. Right. Right. Honestly, and, you know, it, it's and that's that's the the key here is that, you know, Christ gave the apostles this this commission to go forth, preach to all nations, baptizing them in <laughs> yeah. the name of the and Father, like, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. How, how do we do that? And and they're like petrified. Yeah. Okay. You, you know? can do it. You can do it. You're, you're, like, you're God. You're God. You're, 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 I'm just a fisherman. Yeah. I'm just a, a former tax collector. Everybody looks at me like I'm dirt. Hi, guys. Hey there. And it, so they, they had to rely, as we do, because what am I? I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just Beth. I don't do... Hey, you're lower you know, than I'm, a worm. I'm, oh, you know? thanks. Well, <laughs> sorry. More Thomas Akempis coming out here. Anyway, so <laughs> my I husband mean, just called me lower than a word. Well, you're not, you know, because God loves you and, and you know, and he made I'm, worms. Okay, but I'm yeah. his daughter, and so that makes me a princess. So just get over yourself there, worm. Anyway, um, worm boy, you worm. So, I used to be able to do the worm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. That just hurt thinking about it. <laughs> oh, my back hurts now. I was just thinking that, too. My back. Oh, my lumbar. Like, oh. like, anyway. Oh. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> the apostles really had no way of knowing how to go about fulfilling the mission that Jesus put before them. Yeah, because they'd never preached. He did all the he did talking all the, and miracle. You know, and, I mean, they did go out and and yeah, you know, and they did some healings and they practiced. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, that was their you know their little internship. Their yeah, little, their diaconate you know. year. And um, <laughs> <laughs> but the but they knew that Jesus was was back in Galilee and they could go back and and say right. hey so this didn't go so well what did I do wrong yeah. you know yeah um which they did they yeah. came back and they were like we couldn't get rid of this demon you know <laughs> yeah why couldn't we you know um and and Jesus said um you need the Holy Spirit for that one like, yeah like that was his answer yeah and they were like I, we don't know what that means until Pentecost. Right. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we've got it now. Yeah, and, throw and, open the doors. And that just, it, it, it made it possible for the church to spread throughout the entire world. Yeah. And, and so the celebration that we celebrate on Pentecost Sunday is all of that. Yeah, I think about, you know, when they received the Holy Spirit and the f flames and walked out, or well, I don't not say received, they, you know, the Holy Spirit came upon them and they threw open the doors is kind of how I think about it. Yeah. And you wonder, well, why are all these people in the street? Why are they just hanging outside their house? Well, they're not just hanging outside their house. No. It's Pentecost. It's a celebration. It's a feast. It's a feast. It's, it's a, a Jewish pilgrimage. Feast. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, so that's why people from all over the world are there. And they throw open the doors and they start, you know, talking and 
Um, and I think and Peter's it, sermon is a, it, it's a knock between the yeah, eyes yeah, sermon. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's good old fire and brimstone, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> repent or else, um, and also be baptized because we got we got the truth. In. Yep. So, but I think about that, you know, every time we are blessed with the Holy Spirit's guidance of finding a new pope. Uh, yeah, and w- we all get oh, to no, Saint Matthias's feast day just the other day, and it's yeah. it's like the first conclave. <laughs> yeah, we all we we get the opportunity to see kind of how that worked in Jerusalem. The doors yeah. were thrown open. The new pope comes out. There are throngs of people yeah. in Saint Peter's Square, and everybody's hanging on this. The 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 first words of the new papa and that's what i think about you know when i when i think of pentecost because that's what happened yep you know and you know more than one per- person comes to the church you know when a new pope is is revealed yeah because they see the faith of everybody and mm-hmm. uh, so it's a uh, it's a it, to me it, it's a continuation of the church's birth in, in the revelation of the new pope it's it, it, because the Holy Spirit has been so active in that conclave right you know and I don't mean to pigeonhole the Holy Spirit you know well the Holy Spirit's been active here the Holy Spirit's been active here the Holy Spirit is active everywhere. Everywhere, all the time. Yeah, and we are the ones who are not opening om- the doors. Omnipresence of yeah. the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we're not opening the doors to Him to let right. Him in, so that we can be let out. Right. And so that He can be let out. You know, He's poking us, yeah. all of us, in the same way, with the same great omniscience mm-hmm. and omni everything, omni omni. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> And it's a matter of us as individuals, as the domestic church, as parishes and dioceses, and as the universal church, to open to them. And all these challenges within ourselves, our family, our parish, our diocese, the universal church, are because of a lack of openness to the Holy Spirit. Right. We have all received mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, but we have not opened that gift right. to, to courage to speak out, to prudence to not do things, to, to you know, all the, all the fruits of the Holy Spirit yep. that, that we've talked about in our video series. Um, and that's a darn shame, you know? Yeah. It, so the, I, I... The world would be closer to perfection and we would be further along the road to perfection if all of us, mm-hmm. and me the first and biggest offender, were... Yeah, right there with you. We're so open, I'm walking beside you. <laughs> we're open to and exercise that power which the Holy Spirit gives us and that Jesus conferred upon us saying that we would be able to handle snakes and 
handle serpents, I'm sorry, speak languages, you know, it doesn't mean that we're going to come out talking, you know, Tongan. Swahili. Yeah, it means that people will understand us. Yeah. They understand us by the, the way we walk in faith. Right. Sorry, I got on a rant there. So. That's okay. It's Pentecost. Peter got on a rant. Yes, he did. And yes, it, he you did. know, 3,000 people were baptized that Unapologetically. day. Unapologetically. So, there we are. It's easy to be unapologetic when you have the truth. Right. Now, as St. Paul tells us, speak the truth in, in love. love <laughs> you know, and kind of leave it at that. Right. You know, uh, and... St. John and his first letter tells us, you know, to to love in action. Right. You know, in charity. And let that speak for who we are. Yeah. Um, and because of who we are, we will act and speak and in charity. In charity. Yep. That's what I think. I'm glad. That's a good thought. So Pentecost. Pentecost. We, yeah, we didn't even talk about you know what the word means. Fifty days. That's okay. You know, it's it's funny how long Lent is and how fast Easter goes. <laughs> even though Easter is fifty days and Lent is forty. Forty. So yeah. interesting. So that's. Uh, but off the cuff, we think of Pentecost, right? Mm-hmm. Or some of them. Yeah. We could go on for hours. Probably. Shall we? No. I don't think people will listen. No. It's probably turned us off already. Just loonies. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why it's free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast by my parents, Beth and Christopher Coles. This podcast took time, effort, and money to create, and we ask that you visit whollyownedandoperated.com. That's wholly, H-O-L-Y, ownedandoperated.com to donate and check out the massive amounts of free stuff we have available. We are a nonprofit organization and as such are tax deductible. So please donate when you visit our website. Also, sign up for our newsletter for free. We send it out weekly to inform you of our new content and upcoming events. Once again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of On the Road to Perfection, a different kind of podcast created by my mom and dad and produced by Holy Owned and Operated.